Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates' daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. My name is Parker Thomaston, and I am so honored to have this opportunity to share my heart with you concerning to him who overcomes. Uh, recently, I was stirred by a scripture in Revelation 21 that Apostle Aaron shared concerning the overcomer. And in verse 7, it says this, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Now, I believe the, the primary difference between one who survives and one who overcomes is actually the level of authority that is possessed. You see that that simply remaining is just not enough. A survivor is defined as one who remains alive or in existence, but an overcomer is defined as one who overcomes something. Also, one who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control of some problem or difficulty. So the difference between the two is this, that a survivor remains, but also remains subject to another condition or individual. And an overcomer remains, but causes him or herself to possess the authority. Now, if we think from the mindset of a survivor, our ability to possess will always be directly related to our own ability. <laughs> it's, it's just that. However, from the mindset of an overcomer, we really Realize that our ability to possess will always be directly related to Yahweh's word, not our own ability. Now, uh, a friend of mine refers to this as beloved identity. In, in order for us to ever have an adequate understanding of who we are, you and I must first possess a proper valuation of who Yahweh is. Now, Charles Spurgeon said this, The power of prayer can never be overrated. They who cannot serve Yahweh by preaching need not regret. If a man pray, he can do anything. He who knows how to overcome with Yahweh in prayer has heaven and earth at his disposal. Man, this is so powerful that, that if we learn to overcome with Yahweh in prayer, that you and I have heaven and earth at our disposal. Now, this comes back to Matthew 16 when when Yeshua had asked the disciples, who do you say that I, the Son of Man, am? And and, and they they responded, Peter responded, it was Simon Barjona at the time, and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. He said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, um, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So this was the kind of, of overcoming that not only re-identified Simon Barjona, but it allowed him to become the very foundation that Yahweh would establish his kingdom upon the, the, the foundation of this truth that, that Yahweh is the Christ, that Yeshua is the Christ. Um, it's, it's a big deal because at this point we go from having access to things that Yahweh has prepared for us to maintaining ownership. It's, it's the difference between having the keys of something and the keys to something, right? It, it means that, that we can come and go at, you know, at our own will, at our own desire. Now, the Hebrew word for overcome is yakol, and this is made up of yod, kof, and lamed. Please forgive me if I haven't pronounced this properly. But what I see this according to Eber is that this word 
to overcome in Hebrew, yakol, is not limited to time or space. This dot has the ability to begin whenever and wherever the word of Yahweh is spoken. The yakol speaks of the infinite possibilities available in the heavenlies for the kings and priests who are led by Ruach HaKodesh. The possibilities of manifesting Yahweh's word on earth as it is already established in the heavenlies. This is it's taking possession and, and, and this possession will cause you to be sought out as you are, are, are simply given a responsibility to lead because of your willingness to be led. Now, what I find fascinating is that this word is found 195 times in 182 different verses in the Old Testament. Now, nearly 90 times this, this word shows up as could or able. 35 times it shows up as cannot. And what this means to me is that overcome is never presented as an answer. However, it's always presented as an opportunity. Now, oftentimes when we want Yahweh um, to give us something, we just want the answer. And and I, I believe I'm guilty of that because it's so much easier to simply follow instruction than it is to establish a relationship. And I believe that one of the primary reasons that the fullness of Yahweh has been hidden is because he desires for us to seek him more than we seek what he's capable of providing. Now, now I've heard this taught from Apostle Aaron but he's talked about the Urim and the Thummim, or Urim and Thummim. It's a yes and a no. It was the the black and the white stone um, that the priest would throw down that meant the yes or no. And, and it was because people wanted an answer. They wanted what Yahweh was capable of providing without establishing that relationship, without everything being founded in love and trust. And, and it's what this whole technological industry is created from, the binary system. And, and trust me, Yahweh is flipping that. He is already transforming and changing this into the ownership of his sons. Now in Numbers 13, we see Yakol is used as the word overcome. And Yahweh has called you and I to overcome. So let's look at a few verses here in Numbers 13, starting in verse 27. It says, And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Now, now, simply hearing and obeying is not enough in this age. We came into the land in which you sent us, and surely you were correct. But be mindful that even when we go to the places that Yahweh has called us to, that, that we don't show up to measure things according to our own expectation. Verse 28 says, Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, and they're very great, and more Moreover, we saw the children of Anak here. Now, nevertheless versus surely, Yahweh is finished with the nevertheless. I believe that the Father is fed up with people who claim to trust and believe in His Word, but when it comes time to possess the land, the report is shaded by the part of the process that must be overcome. However, I believe that we have an opportunity to represent the surely. Are you determined to trust and believe that He who calls you is faithful, for He will also do it? 
Man, this is amazing. Remember, if we think from the mindset of a survivor, our ability to possess will always be directly related to your own ability, to my own ability. However, the mindset of an overcomer is that we realize that our ability to possess will always be directly related to the word of Yahweh. Verse 29 says this, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites, they all dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, verse 30, stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. If you don't take away anything that I'm sharing with you today, please take this away in verse 30 of of Numbers uh, 13, I believe it is. Um, It says that we are well able to overcome it. Now, Joshua and Caleb possessed lands because they were positioned in Yahweh. And I believe the lens that they were able to view the world around them was a direct result of the way that they had established the worlds within. I've heard Sir Ian talk about this revelation and Grant and Sam. Um, the world around you is a product of the world within. This is that that we position and align ourselves into the heart of Yahweh. This word, Yakol, is more than an opportunity. It is an equipping of everything necessary to stand upon the surely and simultaneously dismantle the nevertheless. What I have been processing what I have been applying in my heart and in my life recently is that I would do away with the nevertheless. I, I don't want it to be that that Yahweh has called me to inherit, uh, to possess these great promises, but I say, nevertheless, Yahweh, the people that dwell in that land are, are, are strong, and the cities are walled, and they're very great, and we saw the children of Anak there. It does not matter what tries to come against you, because, because Yahweh has already overcome by the blood of Yeshua, overcome the world. Like this is, this is something that we must be able to trust Him with. And, and I want to stand upon the surelies in my life. I want to stand upon the faithfulness and the truth of Yahweh's word that I would be so founded and so confident in who He is and who He's called for me to be that these neverthelesses will not have any place within my mind, but more importantly, my heart that I would wait upon the Lord, that I would mount up with wings like eagles, that I would walk and not grow weary, that I would run and not faint. This is the the fact of our position of who the Father has called us to be. One of my favorite verses here is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.24, and I mentioned this a little earlier, but he who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Your responsibility is not to develop the strategy or the game plan of how to work this thing out. It is to allow yourself to be positioned and aligned to hear the word of Yahweh unto you and trust that word. Trust his word. Trust his voice. Trust what he tells you to do because we don't necessarily have to come up with the game plan. It's that the Father will reveal that to us. Show us what to do and we're faithful to obey. Now check this out. There are eight promises 
that Yahweh gives in the book of Revelation to the overcomer. He generally starts off with this. He who has an ear, let him hear. And seven of these are found before the invitation given in Revelation 4. I just want to share these with you, and I'll let you go back and research these. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7 chapter 2, verse 11, chapter 2, verse 17, chapter 2, verses 26 through 28, chapter 3, verse 5, chapter 3, verse 12, chapter 3, verse 21. Then you've got the invitation in Revelation 4, and then this in Revelation chapter 21 that says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. I certainly want to stand upon the surelies in my life of the word of Yahweh, but I want to, number one, inherit all things that Yahweh has prepared for me to possess. I want to declare that He is my God and confidently trust and believe that with all of my heart, and I want to be identified as His son. I want He him to, to be able to look at me and speak to me and declare, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. It's not something that we can earn. It is a gift that Yahweh desires to give to us because he loves you and I that much. He loves us with all of his heart and he desires to continue to pour out his love upon our lives. So family, I thank you for engaging with us. Thank you uh, for your faithfulness. I've heard some incredible progress about the nations and the number of people that this podcast is touching. And I'm so grateful for the people that have set this in place and allowed me to be a humble part of this as well. But we love you. Thank you and look forward to the next time we have together.